I simply welcome you this morning. I hope this will be a place of worship for you and a place where you can breathe and relax and, and take in all that's up here and find your way uh, nearer to the heart of God. So we'll begin. Hello there. It's good to see you all again, those of y'all I saw last week. Um, I wanted to let you know before we start with the call to worship that Aaron and I um, have cooked up a little thing uh, so that we can extend our questions and our thoughts and our reflections throughout the summer. So uh, we have a few this week and we'll have more very, very soon. But here are just some little writing notebooks for you, some journals. Um, they'll be right out there in the front. Uh, Aaron was very excited because he got to make stickers. Um, so there's a sticker on the front to remind you where this came from, but it belongs to you. You don't have to turn it back in. And then on the inside are those reflection questions from last week um, that I'll just read for you again. And you can use these to journal and reflect and have epiphanies, as my junior high school English professor uh, instructed us to go to do and do. So anyway, so they say, how do I notice the Holy Spirit's movement? beyond in unfamiliar places and people. What is the Spirit calling me to see? How do I notice the Holy Spirit's movement among our Christian community at Central? How is the Spirit inviting growth and change? And how do I notice the Spirit's movement within me? Where is the Spirit beckoning me to go? So I invite you to pick one up. Um, or not this week, they'll be out there. Next week, we'll have a lot more. Um, and we're just excited to get to continue to be a community together, even when we're apart um, this summer. All right, if you would turn with me in your bulletins um, for the call to worship, I would still say that I'm pitch hinting, pitch hinting because I, I don't actually, I don't draw a check from this place. <laughs> I too volunteer, so it's a good time. All right. So as we begin, we light this candle, celebrating the presence of Christ in us, among us, and beyond us. God, your name is written across the heavens. Babies coos announce your kingdom charter. The moon reflects your welcoming smile. And yet you think of us who walk this earth. You guide our hands to goodness, our feet to peace. God, your name is written across the heavens. Your wondrous love echoes throughout the earth. Amen. I invite you now um, for our time of passing the peace. Please come and welcome one another in the spirit.
this will be a familiar hymn to you. Um, the words are quite different, so if, if I mess up on the words, please forgive me. If you miss a word, I'll understand that as well. Uh, so it's been updated a little bit. <clears throat> so it, uh, you see the hymn number there, but let's stand and sing this together. Savior, like a shepherd, lead us. Much we need your tender care. In your pleasant pastures, feed us. For our use, your folds prepare. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, you have bought us. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, you have bought us, we are yours. We are yours in love, befriend us, be the guardian of our way. Keep your flock from sin, defend us, seek us when we go astray. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, hear your children when we pray. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, hear your children when we pray. You have promised to receive us for and sinful though we Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, early let us turn to you. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, early let us turn to you. Early let us seek your favor, early let us do your Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, you have loved us, love us still. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, you have loved us, love us still. Thank you. Please be seated. for this morning was going to be Proverbs 8, but now it is Psalm 8. So if you would turn with me to Psalm 8. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name throughout the earth. You have made your glory higher than heaven. From the mouths of nursing babies, 
You have laid a strong foundation because of your foes in order to stop vengeful enemies. When I look up at the skies, at what your fingers made, the moon and the stars that you set firmly in place, what are human beings that you think about them? What are human beings that you pay attention to them? You've made them only slightly less than divine, crowning them with glory and grandeur. You've let them rule over your handiwork, putting everything under their feet, all sheep and all cattle, the wild animals too, the birds and the sky, the fish of the ocean, everything that travels the pathways of the sea. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name throughout the earth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. and 
As long as it's not my notes you're taking with you, that's good. Good morning. Thank you, Gino, for that uh, beautiful music. Um, today, it's my privilege to stand before you like my friend Dennis Johnson, who stood in this pulpit uh, two or three weeks ago and said it was the first time he had preached in four years after his retirement. This is the first time I have preached in two years since my retirement. And I must admit, the biggest challenge today uh, in coming to this point was to remember how to format my sermon from a Word document to a PDF to get it then into my iBooks so that I could use my iPad this morning. And after about three hours, I figured that out, and uh, so we're here today. Cindy and I retired here um, in July of 2017, and I had pastored at Westwood Baptist Church in Springfield, for 16, Springfield, Virginia, for 16 years prior to that. 10 years at Latonia Baptist Church in Covington, Kentucky before that and several other Kentucky churches. Graduate of Southern Seminary, the old Southern uh, Seminary and uh, did my doctoral work at Drew Theological School at Drew University in Madison, Wisconsin. My pilgrimage as a follower of Jesus Christ has been a journey from becoming or birthed into the world as a pastor's son my birthday was this past weekend. I was remembering the story, regaling Cindy with the story. Of course, I don't remember it, but have been told it by my parents, that my parents had three girls before I came along. And my dad had this grand idea that I would, or that his son would be a preacher. Now, this was, again, back in the 50s, so you have to remember things were a little different then. And it is said that when I came along, the nurses ran up and down the hallway of the small hospital in that western Kentucky area and said, it's a boy, it's a boy, the Abernathys have a boy. So we celebrated that on Friday and not that I got to be the pastor but that uh, God works in strange ways. And so one of those ways is bringing us to this place and to this area and to be with you today. And so we're grateful for that privilege. If you will, if you have your copy of God's Word, turn to Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. So we consider this morning standing in the wide open spaces of God's grace. And I'll be reading from the message translation, Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. 
By entering through faith into what God has always wanted to do for us, set us right with him, make us fit for him, we have it all together with God because of our master Jesus. And that's not all. We throw open our doors to God and discover at the same moment that he has already thrown open his door to us. We find ourselves standing where we always hoped we might stand, out in the wide open spaces of God's grace and glory, standing tall and shouting our praise. There's more to come. We continue to shout our praise even when we're hemmed in with troubles because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us and how that patience in turn forges the tempered steel of virtue, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. In alert expectancy such as this, we've never left feeling shortchanged. Quite the contrary, we can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. How many times has it happened to you? That moment when suddenly you feel small, inconsequential by comparison. You know, that sudden pause when your senses come alive to that which is before you and you stand in awe of what you cannot create or replicate. Perhaps like me, you have laid on a secluded beach on a clear, moonless summer night and peered up at the stars in the sky, the countless stars in the sky, all while listening as the ocean's waves rush to the shore and overtake your bare toes with their foamy breath. Sounds enticing, doesn't it? I think Jimmy Buffett would say that all we would need would be a margarita machine there. But maybe you, like me, have stood on the precipice of a mighty chasm and marveled at the craggy gorge just beyond your feet that stretches for miles. Awash in multiple colors as the sun exposes the variations of rock and vegetation and water and wildlife that dot the untamed landscape. Maybe some of you fathers, like me on this Father's Day, remember the first cry of your newborn child, touching their soft, downy skin, then holding that child in your arms and calling that child by his or her name for the very first time. Or perhaps you, like me, have sat in a concert hall or stood in a gallery and marveled at the artistry of the musician or the master painter whose talent has been offered as a gift that reminds you that there is beauty in these expressions, both human and divine. These examples are but a few of the wonders of creation that remind us that the creator has fashioned this world, indeed a universe beyond our comprehension, greater than ourselves, yet gathers us up in the midst of such wonders as evidence of the creator's unmatched handiwork. We find ourselves standing in the wide open spaces of God's grace, unworthy of our place, yet made worthy by the one who was made in the image of the divine. Perhaps that is what the psalmist wrestled with when he wrote, When I look at the night sky and see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have set in place, what are mere mortals that you should think about them? Human beings that you should care for them. Perhaps like the psalmist, perhaps like me, you wonder at times at the smallness of the individual, your seemingly minuscule place in the enormity of it all. And maybe, just maybe, you find yourself hunting for the right words, trying to expound with some clarity and economy of adjectives, nouns, and verbs the enormity of it all. 
to find some grasp of what seems always just beyond your grasp. This is Trinity Sunday. If you came this morning expecting a concise, simple definition that would help set your mind at ease about the Genesis roles and expectation of God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I feel you will leave disappointed. This Sunday, which follows the transforming, life-giving breath of Pentecost, confronts us with the unexplainable, undefinable character and nature of God. Trinity Sunday does what every Sunday does, indeed what every day of the year of our lives does. It calls us to live by faith in the midst of what we cannot fully understand nor comprehend. Having been created in the image of the divine, you and I have been given a mind to reason. We have been given a heart capable of compassion and love and a soul that longs to reach beyond, to stretch, to lean forward, to engage the living God. This is why we ask questions. This is why we wonder and wander. This is why we must not grow complacent in the passionate search to know God. And this is why God is never threatened by our searching, never put off by our doubts, never closing the door in the midst of our rebellion. There is, as the old hymn reminds us, a wideness in God's mercy that cannot be confined by human limitation. One verse of that great hymn says, but we make his love too narrow by false limits of our own and we magnify his strictness with a zeal he will not own. You see, while we too often seek to make God over in our own image, narrowing that grace to fit our own political, even ecclesiastical boundaries, God will not be limited by our narrow understanding. In trusting more fully what we cannot always understand, in leaning forward by faith, we begin to see and live in the expanse of God's love and mercy and grace. Perhaps that's what Paul had in mind when he writes in our text. We find ourselves standing where we always hoped we might stand, out in the wide open spaces of God's grace and glory. These wide open spaces allow for human difference. They do not call us to march in lockstep conformity, adopting a one-size-fits-all theology or ideology that stifles the growth of heart and soul, producing a zeal that the great hymn said, God will not own. The wonder of all that is known and unknown of God as creator, redeemer, and sustainer ultimately liberates us and helps position us to stand in the wide open spaces of God's grace and glory. By faith, Paul writes, we throw open our doors to God and discover at the same moment that God has already thrown open his door to us. Our search to find God reveals that God has already found us, that grace and mercy have already been extended, though we may not have realized it, though we may not think we deserve it, though we may never fully understand it. Two quick stories. I was sitting in my office at Westwood Baptist Church a few years back, the secretary knocked on the door and presented me with a card. There was a gentleman waiting outside. His name was Mehmet. He was an imam from a local community. 
of Islam faith. She said, what should I do? I said, show him in. She brought him into the office, and I reached my hand out to welcome him, told him how glad I was to meet him. He sat in a chair across from me, and tears came down his cheeks. When I wondered at what was happening, he said, you're the first minister of all the churches that I've been to who has welcomed me into his office. I thought how sad that was, that there was not more of a welcoming spirit and attitude to bring together folks with different perspectives, but still human beings, creations of God. We developed a relationship, and over the years we were invited to share with them during the season of Ramadan, and we would go one night. They would welcome us into their call for prayer and allow us to witness that, and then we would go into their, what we would call fellowship hall, and we would sit down to a sumptuous meal, and we would mingle with the folks from uh, that community and talk just as brothers and sisters. And there was one gentleman who engaged me as soon as I sat down with my plate, wanting to talk about Jesus. As we sat there and began that conversation, he said, I find Jesus to be a wonderful character. His teachings are ones that I listen to and adhere to and even employ in my life. But he said, this trinity, shaking his head, he said, I cannot believe that God can be separated into three distinct beings, three gods. How do you explain this? Well, for the next hour, he and I sat together and sought to find some understanding about the doctrine of Christian faith, this particular doctrine of Christian faith that was a stumbling block to our faith agreement. We ultimately decided that we would simply have to disagree on this subject, that there was much more to consider, other things that we should focus our attention on. Our conversation, you see, wasn't an attempt at mutual conversion, but ultimately an open door to respect and relationship. What we could not fully understand or explain would not be a barrier to our ongoing discussion and relationship. The wideness of God's mercy allowed for our differences to be acknowledged without the brokenness of relationship. When our now 25-year-old son Clayton was four, he bounded into my study at home one morning, jumped up on the couch beside my desk, and asked, Daddy, how old is God? There was no pretext, there was no climax, this was not the climax of an ongoing discussion, but the random query of the mind of a four-year-old who happened to be a preacher's kid. I knew this question would come someday. I had pondered the scenario in my mind, feeling the weight of my extensive theological study and the need to correctly guide my son on his burgeoning spiritual journey. I stalled as long as possible. I declared that first, his question was a good one. Then I said to him that it was a wonder that he would ask such a question. And then finally I said that God was thrilled with him for wanting to know more about God. His gaze never wavered. And it was obvious to me that he knew I was stalling. So clearing my throat, I began to explain the deep truths of God. 
I may have borrowed from Anselm's great ontological argument, citing cosmic challenges and questions that theologians had wrestled with for centuries. I tried to explain the continuums of time and space and all of that which was beyond our understanding. The whole, scene, the whole thing seemed to go on much longer than it probably did, and when I was done, wearied by the experience, I leaned back in my chair, awaiting the follow-up question, which never came. Instead, he bounced off the couch and started down the steps without a word to me. While, we, while he was still descending the steps, however, I heard him call out to his mother, he doesn't know either. <laughs> it seemed his mother had referred this question of the unknown to his father, and in fact, neither of us could fully explain what was ultimately unexplainable. Anne Lamott, in her book, Plan B, Further Thoughts on Faith, writes, I didn't need to understand the hip static unity of the Trinity. I just needed to turn my life over to whoever came up with redwood trees. Ms. Lamont's declaration may seem too simple for some. It's not that doctrine and scholarship are unimportant. Certainly, faith doesn't require us to check our brains at the door, to refuse to acknowledge or seek to discover the vast heights or depths of God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But in the end, in the midst of this journey to throw open our doors to God and discover at the same moment that he has already thrown open his door to us, to find ourselves standing where we always hoped we might stand, out in the wide open spaces of God's grace and glory, that is a place of wideness, a place of opportunity, a place where any and all
Would you join with me in sharing the call to prayer? In the morning, when all is still and quiet, the store when the checkouts are crammed, on the screen where tensions are mounting, in the streets where traffic hums and buzzes, in the kitchen where dishes need rinsing, on the sidewalks where school children are bouncing, In the evening, when the stars start their fires, open our eyes to your grace. We enter in now into a time of reflection, a call to faith. You may want to respond just a moment after or during the music Cindy will be playing to come and light a candle, offer a prayer. Perhaps to ponder the beautiful picture that's on the back of your bulletin this morning, your order of service, that was painted by Anna Campbell in last week's service. Perhaps simply to pause and reflect right where you're sitting, to recognize and give thanks for the hand of God at work in your life. Let us pray together. Gracious and eternal God, for the gift of this day, we give you thanks. It is a day that reminds us of all that we do not know, and yet by faith, all that we trust, in giving our hearts, our lives, our minds, our souls, and spirits to you. And so in these moments, as we reflect, these moments as we will sing together, 
than as you bring us out into this world. May we go forth in hope. May we go out of this place in joy to know that you go with us, that you walk beside us. Help us to trust in you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Please stand with me as we sing our song of sending. This may, may be a new song to you. You'll recognize the hymn, I mean the tune eventually. And so I'll just allow you to pick up where you will. Okay. We are travelers on a journey, fellow pilgrims on the road. We are here to help each other. Walk a mile and bear the load. I will hold a Christ light for you in the night time of your fear. I will hold my hand out to you, speak the peace you long to hear. Sister, let me be a brother, let me be as Christ to you. shall find such heart. 